There's power in the name of. There's healing in the name of. There's salvation in the name of. The Bible says that demons tremble at the sound of that name. Jesus. Welcome to the ministry of Bishop Emmanuel Louis Interfold of the Anakazo Assembly Cathedral of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Intefo is a medical doctor and senior pastor of the Anakazo Assembly's Cathedral of Fakor Katwa. A seasoned and anointed preacher and teacher of the Word of God, followed with miracles, signs and wonders. His in-depth teaching of the Word of God will change your life forever. Now, here's today's message. Wow. Hmm? I hear you go home. Now, let me give you characteristics of a cell group. Characteristics of a cell group. Or the features of a cell group. Number one, it has a membership of between 8 to 15. Okay, that is, that is for my own experience, the best. Okay, it can be larger, it can be smaller, all right, but of between 8 to 15. Hallelujah. Now, don't, don't, you don't need to write anything, it's all in a book. That's why I brought you a book. Okay, so it's, it's there. So just enjoy. How many of you are enjoying the explanation? Are you enjoying the explanation? All right. Number two. Number two. The initial members are all members of the mother church. And through soul winning, unbelievers are added to the cells. The initial members are all members of the mother church. Okay? Yeah. If you want to find where that is, I think it's in chapter 5. Alright? The initial members are all members of the mother church and through soul winning, unbelievers are added to the fellowship. Now, so, when you have a church that doesn't run cells, such as many of your churches, and you want to start cells, you must start with your own members. And then, through evangelism, as I demonstrated with our very good cell leader here, unbelievers will be added to the fellowship and to the church. Is it clear? Eh? Yeah. So don't let your members go and start a generalized Christian fellowship. Number three. A cell is not a generalized Christian fellowship, which is a fellowship of members of different churches in the community. So I think now it is clear. Is that not so? How many of you this is clear to you? Is it clear to you? Yeah. We have spoken a lot about that. Number four. 
The cell meetings take place in a particular day as decided upon by the pastor. The cell meeting must take place on a particular day as decided upon by the pastor. So, for example, the pastor can say that we have cell meetings in our church. Okay, because of where our church is located, we have a lot of challenges in terms of, you know, overcoming bad traffic. It's not easy. So what we have done is that we have spread the cell meetings between Tuesdays to Fridays. So a pastor can decide, okay, which of the days is more convenient for his members, for his various... So a pastor may have, let's say, 50 cells. So by analyzing, he may let some of them meet on Tuesdays, some of them on Wednesday, some of them on Thursday, some of them on Friday. Whereas another pastor may say that, no, I have my, my cell meetings only on, on Thursdays. I get what I'm saying. But it must be at the instance of the pastor, not the cell leader. Not the, cell. the pastor must be the, the, the driver for... Um, hello? The pastor must be the driver for the cells. If you leave it, if you leave it to the cell leaders, they will collapse the cells. Now, what is the best day for a cell meeting? Let me just say it, just in case I don't have the opportunity to tell you. When we started cells, remember that I keep on telling you that this book, I've written it by the grace of God over a period of 10 years. So, it's also written out of mistakes that we have made and we have made midstream corrections. So you don't need to make any of those mistakes. But when we started cells, all our cells were meeting on Thursdays. What we came to realize is that in Accra, cell meetings are supposed to start at 6, 6.30. The people have not come from work. Even the cell leader has not come. Because of traffic, because of work, meetings and all that. So, if we had, you know, let's say, 100 cells. You know, in, in my previous church that I left, the Lord blessed us with over 400 cells. We had over 400 cells. So, if we had, let's say, 100 cells, we realized that only about 40 of them were able to meet, or 50, or 60. The rest couldn't meet. And once the cells don't meet regularly, they die. One of the killer blows to a cell is a cell that does not meet regularly. Yeah. So we analyze it and then we move the meeting days to Saturdays. Now, we realize that Saturdays were perfect. Number one, most of the members of the cells 
do not go anywhere on Saturdays. Most. If you have 100 people in all your cells, 80 of them, they don't go anywhere. There will be 20, some have gone for funeral here, here, here. But 60, uh, 70 to 80 of them, they'll be around. Which means that they can attend the cell meetings. Most people also don't work on Saturdays, even though these days it has changed because people do university courses on Saturday, even on Sundays. You know, and, and that is why you should not be rigid. That's why you should not be rigid. That Bishop Interfu say, says that you have to have the sets on Saturdays. But Saturdays, out of your 100 members, 80 of them, you know, uh, 20 go to school, 20 go to farm, this, uh, so they are not there. So find a day that it will work. Maybe it is Sunday evenings that it will work. I got to say, the important thing is that which day works best in your community, in your town, your city, where you are. So we realized that Saturdays also, the other advantage was that because most people were around to attend the ceremonies, we could do evangelism. And then when we did evangelism, we were able to easily on Sunday morning go and carry those people to church. As against doing evangelism on Thursday. And then from Thursday, we have Friday, Saturday, many of the converts have forgotten that they have to come to church on Sunday. How many of you understand that? So we changed it. So if you ask me which day is the best, I'll say Saturday. But once again, don't be too rigid. Look at which one will work best, you know, in your place. But definitely, the weekdays did not work for us. All right? Number five. I'm talking about characteristics of cells. I said number one, the membership of between 8 to 15. Number two, the initial members are all members of the mother church. And true so when unbelievers are added to the fellowship. Number three, a cell is not a generalized Christian fellowship, which is a fellowship of members of different churches in the community. Number four, the fellowship meetings or the cell meetings take place on a particular day as decided upon by the pastor. Number five, the cell is the ministry of the mother church and not an individual church on its own. The church, the cell, is the ministry of the mother church and not an individual church on its own. Pastors, listen on. When you are sending your cell leaders, tell them that the cell that you are going to start, it is not an independent church, fellowship, ministry. It is part of this church. Very important. Why is it so? When you don't explain it well, people now begin to turn themselves into churches. Yeah. In all my years of the Lord using me to run cells, I have not experienced a single occasion of somebody turning the cell into, a ch- into their church. No. It's the grace of God and also the teaching and the understanding. And as we go on, I'll show you the supervision of them. The supervision processes that you must put in place 
Ya. Yes. So it's very important. If you don't teach your cell leaders that way, okay, you create 30 cells, and after some time, you realize that several of them have become the churches of your, your, your cell leader. Yeah? So that is another characteristic. The cell is a ministry of the mother church. The mother church is your church. So when Bishop Kweku trains us at the Day Spring Cathedral and sends us out to go and start basentes or cells, okay? The basentes or the cells or the area fellowships or the cell groups or the live groups that we have started are part of this cathedral. That is why on Sundays we bring all of them together. Is that clear? Huh? Powerful. Are you here or you have gone, you have gone home already? Huh? Yeah. Hey, I'm teaching you from a whole book. We cannot go home now. So we are here. Are we here? How many of you are here? You know, and let me tell you, pastors, God looks at your heart before he blesses your ministry. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God looks at your heart. Many of us, we want our churches to do well, but we are not willing to pay the price. To pay the price of even attending a conference. One of the amazing things I see when I'm doing church go conference is that, uh, let's say, when you give a break, that, oh, let's go and get some water to drink, you know, and come. Okay? Some of the pastors take advantage of them, they, they leave. So it's like as we are sitting down here, you are looking for an opportunity to leave instead of saying, wow. God has brought me food that is good for my church. Let me be here. You see, that is what Peter said on the Mount of Transfiguration. He said, wow, Lord, let us break, build trade uh, tents. One for uh, Elijah, one for uh, Moses, and one for you, and then we two will be here. Your boys are around. You see, because the glory, the presence, everything that they were experiencing, it was too much. So God looks into your heart. One of the, one of the, the principles of church good is the principle of devotion, which my pastor, Bishop Dad, teaches in the book, The Mega Church. Devotion. You must be devoted. Devotion talks about committed. Many pastors are not committed to what you are doing. You are not. You are not committed at all. That is why on Sunday, by 10.30, you are at home eating TZ and watching Kukumbajwa uh, or uh, Chewa part 1 or part 2 or this as a pastor. What are you doing Sundays at 10.30 at home? What are you doing? You are not committed. You are not committed. You are not. You are not dedicated to what you are doing. Yeah. On Sundays, you are happy to have received a little offering that you can use for that week and you are going home. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm telling you. Look, let me tell you something. Look at me. All those of, of us here, okay, after this conference, 
Many of us, our churches will still not grow. Do you know why? Do you know why? Because, I mean, it's, it's, it's not something that you desire. You become what you desire. You become what you desire. Yeah. Monday, I brought a, a couple to my, uh, to my house for fellowship. And then I took them to my study. Now, when they got there, is it, is, I've placed some things there. The man said, uh, I see. I see how the church grows. Because I've placed some things there. Do you know what I've placed there? I've, lami- I've, la- I've laminated visions for church growth. Visions for church growth. Figures. Do you understand? Figures that I want to achieve. I've laminated and put it there. So every time I enter my study, I see there. And I tell myself, brother, this is where you have to reach. This is where you have to reach. See? And, and it makes me to fight. It makes me to be committed. I was standing the last Sunday thinking about how to win souls this month. Okay? My pastors were in meetings from, early, from, from late Sunday evening uh, to about 6 a.m. this morning. Yeah. At his age, Bishop Dad, and the things that the Lord has used him to achieve, the things that the Lord has used him to achieve. Do you understand? At his young age, he should be sleeping. As a matter, he should be sleeping. He will be. He will, he will go to church and be there and leave the church at eight a.m., nine a.m. This is the time that he's going. And you, ten thirty, you are in the house eating TZ with your leg on your wife's you know, your leg, you put your leg and honey, honey honey, I feel good I'm feeling good that's why the church is 23, 24 members 27 members, you know 53 members, you know like that you need to be committed are you going home? how many of you are here? Are you sure that you are here? If you can't buy this book, Robin Papu, for 30 Ghana cities. Oh, no, no, that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying, I'm just saying that there are some people here, rather you go and buy TZ as a pastor. Yeah. One pastor, when he heard, about the book. When he heard about the book, the title of the book, he said, Bishop Intel will send me 300 copies. These are big pastors. Big pastors. You see them on television. So bring me 300 copies. Yeah. My bishop told me, there's another one comes and bring 100 copies. You can't even buy one. Your church, 23 members. God is showing you what to do. So I'm talking about devoted so God willing, you know, we'll be closing uh, soon. All right. But I don't know whether evening session will start tomorrow. I don't know. Well, but whatever you decide, 
But when you are coming, come of all your people. Don't come alone. No. I mean, pastors were sitting down here. If your, your church leaders were here, wouldn't you be happy? All the things that you have heard. But you have brought yourself alone. Hallelujah. I'm talking about characteristics of cells. Number six, the cells meet in homes that are provided either by the church members or by the people in their communities. The cells meet in homes that are provided either by the church members or by the people in the communities. Because how are you going to get homes for your cell meetings? Your members should provide their homes. Or people in the community. You know, God is the one who is building his church. The amazing thing is that when you start cells, even converts, converts that you don't know them from anywhere, but says, oh, can we have one in my house? Oh, can we have one in my house? God himself will provide the homes. Amen. All right. And then number seven, which is the, the last characteristic. The meetings must be regular. The cell meetings must be regular. Anything that you are doing, if it will be successful, must be done on a regular basis. Canceling cell meetings kill the cells. been blessed by this message. We invite you to worship with us at the Anakazo Assemblies Cathedral of Fakor Kaswa. Please note our service times. Sunday 9.30 a.m. Jesus Encounter Service. For prayer, counseling and further inquiries, please call 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. The numbers again. 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289 God bless you.